I think we need to start a messy house revolution where instead of pushing ourselves to chase this perfect standard that none of us live up to all the time anyways, where our house is always spotless, everything is always tidy and put away. Instead, we start to normalize the fact that our houses are where we live and it should be a place that we're able to actually unwind and relax and we don't feel like we're just constantly on the hamster wheel of trying to polish and perfect and make sure that our lives look picture perfect just in case somebody stops by. So I'm going to explain a little bit more about what I mean. Bear with me for a minute because this theme comes up a lot when I'm speaking to clients, friends, my circle. And so I want us to have a bit of a conversation here of what would it look like if we just started to challenge ourselves? Am I chasing peace or am I chasing perfection? Because these are two different things. And one of the main areas that it shows up in our living spaces and the standards that we set for ourselves and maybe for each other. You are listening to Bold as Love. I am your host, April Boyd. I'm a psychotherapist, coach, couples counselor, breathwork facilitator. Keep an eye out. That's coming up in a couple weeks. And this is a place where we talk about how to speak up, show up, get more real and honest with ourselves and in our conversations with other people. This is where we learn to take a little bit less responsibility for what's happening on somebody else's side of the yard and where instead we step into a little more sovereignty, a little more self-responsibility, a little bit more of here's what I actually need to feel and be okay. Thank you for joining me and for being a part of these conversations. I'm so happy to be here with you. And this topic of this idea of creating a messy house revolution came up for me because I talked to so many people who are high functioning, super smart, super successful, right? Doing all the things and are all carrying this enormous weight, this kind of unnamed weight on their shoulders that says to them, it's never okay to stop. It's never quite good enough. And as we look at, you know, the idea of, you know, these pressure and expectations that they're putting on themselves, one of the places that this shows up a lot is really in their homes and in their living spaces. And for the people that are parenting, it shows up in the way of kind of starting to like take it out on their kids and getting frustrated. Or if they're living in a relationship with a partner at home, maybe they start to have fights and building resentments that their partner isn't doing enough and isn't contributing enough. And just a resentment for why am I the one doing all the things? And we could kind of look at you know, how do you get the people around you to start doing more? And that's sometimes a worthy and important conversation for sure. But I think what we don't often check in about, is it possible that I need to do less? 
is it possible that my standards are maybe a little too high for what my home should look like at any given moment of the day, despite the fact that maybe you're working full time, maybe you have busy kids at home, maybe your life is just full, maybe that's not how your energy levels function, even on the best day, and especially if you're going through hard times. And yet, We place these pressures and expectations where it's like, I can't go to bed until all the dishes are done and the floors are swept and everything's put away. And when I start to really unpack that thought with people, it's not just about the messy countertops. It's not just about the clutter in the living room. It is about this state that we've arrived at where so many of us are constantly living our life on this hamster wheel, where no matter what we got done today, it's never quite enough. And so what if we started to just notice, what are the standards and expectations I'm holding myself to? And is this realistic for the season that I'm actually in? right? If you've got three little kids at home and you're doing all the things, maybe this is not a time where your house looks immaculate at any given moment, just in case somebody stops by. And let me be clear. I love the feeling that I have walking around my house when everything feels clean and fresh and organized, and there's lots of like empty, beautiful white space around me. Mm, that oh, feels so good. <laughs> so if you're one of those people that are like, yeah, April, but I like it that way, I get it because I do too. But I want you to check in on, are you chasing peace or are you chasing perfection? Is your quest to keep everything such a certain way driven by the fact that that's actually the level it has to be at in order for you to feel peaceful? Or are you just stuck in that endless loop of I'm never quite doing enough? Are you operating from that place of fear? Right? And one of the things I often hear from people where this is really good of a check-in, right? Are you doing it because you like it this way? right? I need to get this done today. Or are you having thoughts like, what if somebody stops by? And I actually love when I go to somebody's house, mind you, I never just stop by somebody's house. I always give them like a text message because I like, I believe that people should have choice (laughs) in how they spend their time. And maybe a visit with me is not the best, most important use of their time that afternoon, just because I'm available. Anyways, that's a whole other topic. So Let's say I go to somebody's house. I absolutely love when it looks a little bit imperfect, when there's a bit of just that daily mess around. Because what I see in that is they trust me. They trust me that they know I'm not going to make judgments about their character or their worthiness or their habits based on if there's dishes in the sink or not, right? This is a trusting act in relationship when we allow ourselves to be a little bit less perfect with each other in whatever way that is. And our homes become one of those areas, right? That we can kind of take a look at. How am I doing relationship? 
based on how I'm thinking about how my place has to look in case somebody comes over. And I love seeing that there's just that little bit of daily life, right? Where like, this isn't a picture that could have been taken for a magazine, but you can tell somebody actually like lives here today, (laughs) right? Because what that also suggests to me is that maybe before I came over, maybe in spending their, instead of that person spending their entire Saturday scrubbing, polishing, perfecting, breaking out all the cleaners and all the things, maybe they went for a walk and had a really nice morning. Maybe they had a really slow, enjoyable cup of coffee and conversation with their partner. So when we start to look at, yeah, here's a standard that I have for my life, that I have for my space, that I have for my house, that's cool, but does that actually fit in? How does that intersect with everything else that's on your plate and everything else that matters to you? Because what I see so often that so many people get caught into is like, I just have to smash everything that needs done into this 24 hour period. Right. And like, it's like trying to stuff my partner and I use this expression of like, you know, it's like trying to put like 20 pounds of potatoes into a 10 pound bag. Like it just doesn't work. But this is often how we're living when we don't really step back and ask ourselves, am I chasing peace or am I chasing perfection? And I saw this idea that I really loved. I wish I could um, remember who wrote the article, but it was this fabulous article. I shared it on my Facebook a while back. And it talked about the idea of scruffy hospitality. What a great phrase, scruffy hospitality. And what it talked about was this kind of group of friends that set this whole new standard for how they hung out together. And what they would do is they would kind of just bring whatever snacks or food or side dishes that they had. They would just like bring whatever they had in the house, even if it was already opened or imperfect or leftovers from two days ago. And instead of this idea of spending your whole morning feeling like you have to go to the grocery store, you have to start prepping the food, you have to get all your trays ready so that you can go and take your dishes to, you know, whoever's house it is that you might be hanging out with. Because when you think about it, all of this work that we're layering on becomes a barrier, right? Do I want to hang out and maybe watch a movie or have a campfire at my friend's house? Sure, that sounds fun. But if I add on, ooh, and I have to spend like three hours of my day getting food, making food, prepping things, making everything's like perfect, meh, maybe I want to go, but maybe I don't. Maybe that changes it. So what would this look like if we started to just drop the standards? And actually I saw this, it was like one of those little plaques that you put up kind of in your kitchen or decorate somewhere, right? With those little quotes and sayings on it. And I kind of wish I had bought it, but I didn't because I also don't love clutter. (laughs) But the quote was amazing. It said, this home is clean enough to be healthy, but messy enough to be happy. Isn't that so great? clean enough to be healthy, messy enough to be happy. I love that. 
So what would that look like if you brought that into your living space, into your kitchen, into your living room, into your home today? Clean enough to be healthy, messy enough to be happy, and starting to really look inward. What does that look like and feel like for you? Not for the people that might stop by, (laughs) right? Because we could say, if I'm actually being judged by people are stopping by, that's a pretty good screening tool. Then they're not really the kind of people I would probably jive with anyways, right? So start to just kind of check in. What would that look like for you if you were to allow yourself a little more grace, a little more permission to slow down, do less, be a little more human, and maybe have a house that looks like a little more lived in, and maybe that's okay. All right, thank you so much for listening with me today, and I will see you next time. You've been listening to the Bold as Love podcast, and I am going to be doing a breathwork session uh, in a couple weeks, so I'll be putting the information for that in the notes. All right, take care. Bye-bye.